Oh, hey there. Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. I'm Laurieann Sheldrick, life coach dubbed the Contagiously Positive Girl. And every couple of weeks, I will be sharing my experiences that I've turned into life lessons and actionable steps, tools, and practices that you can use to experience mental and emotional freedom. Let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. What a crazy couple of weeks January um, has started out to be. Happy New Year, by the way. I know that um, if you're in my neck of the woods um, here in Ontario, we are in our strictest lockdown yet since um, COVID-19 originally broke out in March 2020. And the emotions and the roller coaster of all of those emotions are definitely high. You could just feel the energy and you can feel the frustration and you can feel the fatigue of having to go through another lockdown and just, you know, really um, all of the struggles that come along with what we've been experiencing in the past year. You know, I've been really diving deep into reading what people are writing on social media and reading the comments on you know how people are feeling and what their experience has been especially the past couple of weeks um and one of the things themes that just keeps coming up is just the frustration and the fatigue around it like it just seems to be getting harder instead of easier and what I realized about myself today and my perspective on all of this is it is it, it it does feel harder. It does feel so much harder right now. And I couldn't really understand why this lockdown out of the many that we've experienced over the past year has felt just so much more challenging emotionally and mentally to wrap my mind around and my emotions around. And it's just because of that. It's the fatigue, you know. It's it's that that wit's end, if you will. That I can't like I just don't know if I can handle another an, another challenge, another obstacle. But here's what I realized: we can. We will get through this. We can get through this have hope keep your hope alive keep your faith alive keep your compassion and kindness and love alive like keep it all alive keep your dreams alive keep your visions alive stay focused on you know what's to come and feel frustrated and feel tired you don't have to choose and when we try to choose when we take up permanent residence in the frustration and in the fatigue and in in the stress, then it's really tough for us to make the decisions that we need to make to support ourselves. And it's really difficult to stay mentally and emotionally strong. And then when we go all the way on the other end and we just avoid it all and we don't pay attention to it all, um, we kind of lose touch with reality. So what I'm suggesting is to do both. Keep your hope alive and feel your frustration and really taking in this awareness and this knowingness that you don't have to choose. And I think that is something that I'm really going to focus on and I really believe it's going to help me get through this next lockdown get through this next 28 days and the 28 days after that and 
whatever, maybe the 28 days after that, I'm just going to keep going and I'm going to keep having these conversations and I'm going to keep supporting um, my loved ones and I'm going to keep supporting my contagiously positive community and I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to continue taking care of my mental health and I'll continue taking care of my emotional and physical health. I'm just going to keep going because I have hope, you know, my positivity definitely um, goes in ebbs and flows, but my optimism is staying alive. My hope is staying alive. The compassion and the love that's inside of me, it's staying alive. I'm not letting that die out and I'm just doing everything I can to stay connected and to remember all of the things that I have to be grateful for. So that's my message of hope for all of you today. You can do this. We can do this. We've got this. This will eventually end. It's not if, it's when. Let's have each other's back. Let's support one another. And let's just lift each other up when we need to be lifted and when someone else needs to be lifted. I've got you. I love you. I'm there for you. Whatever you need. Uh, Just remember you are not in this alone. So I want to shift gears today. I want to talk about something different today and something fun and light. Today I'm actually answering a question that I receive so often from my contagiously positive community, especially on the business side when I'm um, networking. And that's how in the world do you create so much content? How do you come up with these ideas? How do you come up with all of these posts? Like, How do you keep those creative juices flowing? And I thought... This would just be a really fun podcast to record something different, something that I don't usually talk about. Don't worry, I'm not going to become um, a business coach. This isn't becoming a business podcast, but it is a question that I receive often. And I thought, you know what, we really need light right now. And I do know that a lot of the people who listen to this podcast and read my blog um, I know a lot of them in my networking circles and I get to know everybody, especially those who comment and, and you know, send me emails or messages. And I know that a lot of you are, you know, entrepreneurs yourselves or coaches yourself or creators or you're starting new businesses or you're right in it and creating content is a big part of your business. So what I wanted to do today is just go through my process. So this is a little bit of strategy and a little bit of versus my own personal process. There's no order of importance. I just jotted down some notes and I'm just going to riff. I'm just going to share. And again, I'm not a business expert. This is just what works for me. So take whatever ever you know resonates with you and put it into practice and anything that you're just like nah that doesn't really resonate with me leave it and if you feel if it feels good if you're like yeah I'm gonna try that try it and if it ends up not working don't worry there are so many other things that you can do so again no order of importance just riffing and I will kind of go back and forth between strategy and my own personal process so first and foremost I only write, speak, or create workshops based on what I know. That 
has been such a game changer for me because it's really difficult to come up with content all the time when it's not something you've actually experienced or practiced or have knowledge on um, and really have that deep wisdom on. So I use my own life, I use my own experiences, I use my own lessons, the things that I practice all the time because I don't want to ever say, do as I say, um, not as I do. And I really share from that place that, you know, I've been in it long enough that it feels like wisdom, you know, I've worked on it so much that it feels like now I can actually share, I can come from a place where, you know, not an expert, I, I just that, um, that is just an expert in my own life with regards to this one specific topic. So now it just feels like, you know, it could most likely benefit someone else. I don't create content just to put out content. When I first started my business, I used to do that and I didn't feel connected to it. I didn't feel connected to the content. I didn't feel inspired to create it. And I didn't even feel really good sharing it because it didn't feel like it was my voice. It didn't feel like it was me. So I really share from my heart. I'm very, I've practiced to trust my intuition and trust my gut and trust, you know, the words and the thoughts and the ideas that I want to share. And I've really practiced trusting that. And getting very aligned with my heart and with what feels really good to me. So sometimes, you know, I'll actually just go into a meditation uh, in a regular meditation or a walking meditation or just write in my journal, like, what does the collective need to hear today? And I'll ask that question and it sounds a little woo-woo, but it works every time. And then I just start to write. I just start to write and the things just come. And oftentimes what the collective needs to hear today is just the truth of what's been going on in my own life and the things that I've been overcoming and the practices that I'm currently using in my own life and the thoughts that I'm having. Um, And I'm going to share a formula with you that will really help you um, to tap into this as well. This is something that I do to stay aligned and centered. So whether it's meditation or journaling or going out in nature, this really helps me to be creative. Like I ask a lot of questions, which is why I, you know, share so many journal prompts. I don't just share a journal prompt for no reason. I share the journal prompts that I write about in my own journal that gave me so much clarity. So then I'm like, oh my God, I got so much clarity out of that question. That self-reflection piece is so awesome because you could even ask yourself, like, what do I need today that I could actually like impart some wisdom on someone else? And I promise you, once you start to write, like the words are just going to flow. So do things that help you feel aligned and centered and speak and write and and share and create workshops based on what you know, what people are coming to you for, what people are asking you questions about. And that's actually um, something really, really important uh, that I do. When a client asks me a question that I know so many other people are probably going to have the same question about, I'll ask my client if I can share it. And I'll always tell them this is totally confidential. I just think this would really serve someone else. And I ask them if I can share and then I'll share. And I'll usually share my response that I, I'll share their question and then I share my response And sometimes I'll wait a couple of weeks to see how my client worked through it, worked through the action or the practice and how it affected them. And then I'm able to share from that perspective as well. And 
I would say like 99.9% of the time, they always say yes, that I can share it because I really believe that it makes them feel good, that they can support someone else and it makes them feel that they're not alone and it helps them really like feel like they have a purpose. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that, you know, the work that I'm doing, the practice that I'm doing is actually going to help someone else and it makes them feel really good. So they want to say yes because they want to support other people as well because it's what they needed. They needed support and gut support and they want to be able to you know impart um, that wisdom onto other people as well basically like if it can benefit the collective it's it can be really great content and also it just encourages a really great conversation with your community as well and that's something that I love questions do that especially when you add in the story of you know not just the question and the answer but how someone put it into practice and how it really like impacted their life I find that is so so impactful another thing This is more like a strategy tip, but I bulk my content creation. So when I feel really inspired and creative and I'm like super vibing, I don't take that for granted. So when I'm in that space, I'll record podcasts until the flow ends or I'll write blogs until, you know, the words just seem to dry up. And that is so wonderful when it happens because it doesn't happen often. But when it does, it really does feel so magical. And what I've learned is to not take those creative moments for granted. So you might not be a podcaster. Maybe you're not even a blogger, but you want to create um, consistent posts on social media. You want to create maybe consistent writing posts or uh, consistent videos. Bulk them together when you're feeling in that vibe, when you're feeling really good, when you're feeling really confident, even if you're nervous bulk it all together and I promise you like the words are just going to flow and you're going to be so happy that you did it. It's going to feel so magical because when you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I need to, what am I going to talk about? What am I, I don't know what to talk about today. I'm not feeling really good. My hair is not done. Um, the words aren't flowing. It, it doesn't feel good when you create from that because like then your energy behind it is a little flat. So when you're vibing, when you're energized, really bulk content, like bulk it together as much as you can when you're in that vibe. Don't take it for granted. Another thing that really helps me to create a lot of content is I'm an endless learner. I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm always reading books or listening to books. I'm always, I'm on social media and, you know, I have um, people that I follow that are very expansive for me that really help me like think in a different way that that really help me to think for myself. They don't tell me what to think. They, they tell me how to think, you know, and I, I love that. And I'm reading magazines and stuff online and I'm talking to other people all the time and I'm always asking questions. I'm really just open to being an endless learner and I'm very aware and very acceptant of the fact that I don't know it all and there's always places for me to grow and to expand and to learn. That is just being a human being. We're, we're constantly learning. We're always growing. We're always evolving and we go in cycles like this all the time. So we're never done learning. So if you never want to, want to run out of content again, be an endless learner and not just the stuff that's in your realm of what your business is. Go outside of that as well, like branch outside of that as well to other things because it helps you to be creative in your business as well and in the creative process. So that was a tip that I received actually um, 
when I first started my career out of college, I had this mentor. I was, when I got out of college, I, my, the first 10 years of my career, pre-contagiously positive days, I actually worked for a general contracting firm. And one of the project managers um, who was my mentor said to me, the moment you stop learning, like we're done, we're, we're just done. So I highly, highly recommend that. Another thing that I'll do, especially when I'm sort of feeling stuck, I, I felt like that in 2020 every once in a while because a lot of the things that I was talking about was to provide support and how to stay mentally and emotionally strong through the pandemic. So every once in a while, I would, you know, get these moments where I would feel stuck and I'm like, God, like, what does the collective really need to hear? Like, is there anything else I could possibly share? Like, aren't they sick of hearing my advice? And um, obviously, like, that's no, like your content is your magic. So keep creating content. But it you are going to have those moments when you feel stuck. So what I'll do is I'll ask myself in those moments how I would like to consume content and what I would like to see more of. And this is really helpful Um not just to get those creative juices flowing again, but also so that you you don't look and feel like everyone else, that you're not creating what everyone else is creating. So for me, I prefer longer form content. Like I love going deep into things. I love reading things that's the how, the why, the what, the who. Like I love long form journalism. I love long form podcasts. Like I really love Joe Rogan's podcast and Shaman Durek's podcast because sometimes they'll go for two, three hours. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts that will go right into the the deep with their guest for two to three hours because it's the how, it's the why, it's the what. Like you're really getting into to it and I, I just love that so for me the way I create is I have my own formula that I that I try to follow I can't follow this all the time sometimes it just doesn't work but when I'm doing longer form journalism for example longer form podcasts longer form blogs longer form coaching emails I will go through the formula of here's the experience, here's the lesson, here's the practice, here are the actionable steps, and here are some journal prompts to deepen the inner work even further. And again, because I love listening and diving right in, this is also what I realized how I like to create because usually the way you like to take in things, usually the things you like to read and digest, usually the things that speak to you intensely, especially when it's with regard to your similar industry it's most likely that like your gut your inner guide is what I call my gut your inner guide saying this is what you need to be creating but from your own voice and from your own level of knowledge and expertise I didn't always do this right this is all practice it's all learning curve because we sometimes we don't know our voice when we first start out sometimes we're just trying things out because and also our, our voice gets um tuned out sometimes because all these experts like these quote-unquote experts are saying you know make it short do it this way you should be saying this you shouldn't be doing this you should be doing this and I don't agree with that because not everyone is the same we're unique and trying to please everyone pleases no one so just follow your gut follow your inner guide keep trying different practices and formulas that work for you and I promise you you will begin to figure it out and you will begin to like really find your voice and find that formula that works for you so again mine is 
Here's my experience. Here's the lesson that I took from it. Here are the practices that I followed to overcome it. Here are the action steps that I took. And here are the journal prompts that I wrote about every day to get more clarity, to deepen the inner work, and to really figure things out. And journal prompts, don't think of journaling like, dear diary, I had a bad day. That's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about journaling. I'm talking about clarity, asking questions, coaching yourself so you can get down to the root of what it is that you need to do or the root of the challenge or the root of the belief, whatever it is, whatever it might be. So that is um, something that I highly recommend to find your voice, to find that process that works for you is to ask yourself, how do I like to consume and what would I like to see more of? What is really missing out there that I can provide a voice, that I can provide some content and some wisdom and some knowledge on? Remember, your magic, your gift, your knowledge, your wisdom, your practices, your level of expertise, that is magic, not just to you, but to someone else, even if there's thousands of other people who are doing it. They're doing it their way. You're going to do it your way. People out there need to hear from you. They want to hear from you. They're going to resonate with you. You know, I have uh, one of my best friends, Jolene Watson. When we first started, when we first met in, in Saskatchewan, we met in Saskatchewan, we had very, very similar businesses. We were facilitating almost identical workshops at the time. And this was at the time we were both starting our businesses and we hadn't really gone into our separate niches yet. And even though our businesses Um, still have some overlap we definitely have gone in different directions with regards to the topics that we talk about and facilitate on but in the beginning we didn't we we um, were doing similar work and we supported one another so much we even did workshops together we we tried to facilitate workshops together when I was in Saskatchewan and we just had so much fun doing it and I've really missed that since coming to Ontario and I remember someone asking me once like isn't don't you find it difficult being in competition against your best friend and I'm like no I'm not in competition with my best friend we support one another we have different voices we share different examples we come at it from different experiences and different lessons and we have different practices yes there are some overlaps and some comparisons that you can definitely bring together but not everyone wants to work with me so isn't it amazing that I can then say, here is Jolene Watson. She has exactly what you need in the way that you need it, in the voice that you need it, with the practices that you need it. So that is, it was so amazing to me to be able to have that and to be able to feel that, to be confident enough that there's enough to go around for everybody. And I truly believe that to be able to work with her and be best friends with her and support her and to to send people her way that just didn't jive with me, that felt so good. So I really want you to remember that you're not in competition with anybody because you are unique your experience your lesson your practice like your level of expertise your knowledge that is unique to you and your experience so there is 100% enough to go around for everybody you are in competition with nobody I promise you that
And when you really feel that, not only are you going to support other women and support other men in similar businesses, but they will support you and you will just feel, you will just attract all of the people towards you who need just that special thing that you have because you're you. I could go on a rampage with that for a really long time. And while I'm on it, go follow Jolene Watson of Clarity Coaching and Development. (laughs) Go follow my best friend. Go support my best friend. So I support a lot of my friends in the same way um, because I do truly believe that that, uh, women supporting other women is incredibly powerful. And in order for us to be empowered, We cannot be powerful women if we do not support those who are feeling disempowered. And I talk about that so often and I think that is so important. How can you truly be a powerful woman, even a powerful man, a powerful man, if you're making other people feel disempowered, if you're not supporting any other people as well and lifting other people up. I don't believe we can because if you truly felt powerful, if you truly felt in your worth, you wouldn't try and take someone else down to feel more powerful. So I'm going to get off my soapbox now because um, I'm getting off topic and today we're talking about creating content. It's all related, right? It's all connected. So another thing, this isn't strategy at all. This is my own process. It is, I follow my nudges. So when an idea pops in my head, I'm out for a walk or I'm doing yoga or I'm just sitting there or I'm reading a book or I'm listening to a podcast and this idea comes into my mind like, oh, you have to create that. You have to do a post about that. You have to do a blog about that. You have to do a podcast about that. Oh my God, that would be like such a cool quote to create. I write it down like instantly. Even if I don't know what the full share is going to be yet, I write it down for a couple of reasons. One, I may not remember it later, but two, I believe those nudges are guiding us. I believe that it's our in, our intuition leading us towards a path because it's something that the collective needs to hear. So if you're like, well, I don't know, I'm just writing down this one thing, I don't know where it's going to take me, don't worry, write it down. Because by the time you head to your computer or go to your notebook and you start to write it out, it will flow. I I cannot say enough about this one. Follow those nudges. Don't question it. Don't overthink it. Follow those nudges. They're leading you somewhere. They're like little breadcrumbs. Even if it doesn't feel like it led you somewhere in the first, it is just like a walking through a doorway or the door opening a jar or one breadcrumb leading you somewhere. Follow those little nudges. I do that all the time. I don't go anywhere without my notes app or a notebook. I'm, I constantly have notes everywhere of these little ideas. And sometimes it could be months before the idea comes into something even bigger, but it's there. I remember a year ago, I followed these nudges and I made a bunch of notes in my phone about this workshop I wanted to create. And I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't really feel like the workshops that people would want to take if they're if they're looking for this specific thing, if they're looking to learn this specific thing. Um, but I just kept writing notes and I it, stuff kept coming up and I kept adding it into this one section in my notes page, like upcoming workshop, future workshop. And about a year later, maybe even more, the pandemic hit and 
about six months into the pandemic, I thought, okay, we're coming up to the end of the year. People are going to be creating goals. A lot of people didn't achieve their goals because of the pandemic. A lot of people are going to be feeling really frustrated. A lot of us have reevaluated our lives and what is important to us and what success means to us because so much was taken away. It made us really look at our life from a different lens and see all of the things that are actually important and what isn't. And I started to think of this workshop and I'm like, oh my God, the notes, the nudges. And so I took those nudges and I took all of those notes and I opened up my laptop and I started to lay it all out and I created a whole goal setting workshop. But the goal setting workshop was something totally different than I've ever seen with regards to a goal setting workshop. I called it heart centered goals. And I didn't just, you know, step by step, here are the smart goals, here's how you set a goal. That's out there. We can find that online. I went through so much really taking reflection, journal prompts, questions, action steps. What are your terms of success and how to really figure out what they are? What are your values? What are the obstacles getting in your way and how to overcome them? How to connect and align your heart to your goals? I just went through it all. How to overcome the limiting beliefs that come that get in the way, the fears that come when we set goals. Like I just went into a deep dive. Those that whole workshop, which just launched like two weeks before I'm recording this on January 15th, 2021, all came from like just constantly putting in those nudges. Even though I didn't know what it was going to be yet, I followed the nudge and I just kept building on it and building on it. And then over time, I had a full workshop. It was my intuition guiding me towards this this, this voice that I had in my mind that was saying this is what is needed this is what's going to be needed the world wasn't quite ready for it yet but during after you know the pandemic or after a year in a pandemic people are going to really want to reevaluate the way they set goals and align it with their heart and there came the workshop it all sounds so woo-woo I think sometimes like the way I run my business is so woo-woo and I think like a lot of business coaches would probably think I'm so cuckoo, but it works. It works. So again, this might not work for you, um, but I also run like 90% of my business is creating content and following my intuition and, you know, tapping into that emotional part of me. That's my strength, my emotions, my feelings, the, the guidance that I get from that. Like that's one of my strengths. It's such a big part of my personality, even on my, even on the Myers-Briggs side, um, being a feeler is like my top strength. So following my nudges isn't totally woo-woo. Um, it's actually just me just being authentically me. So creating a workshop from that place makes sense because I know that there are other people like that who are very similar and want to tap more into the feeling side and the emotional side and the heart-centered side. It's not for those who are more logical. It's not for those who, you know, are more thinkers. It's for those who are more like me where we're aligned. So I'm creating these workshops based on my authentic self because I know that there are people out there who have those, those similarities and that is what you're looking for again you're not trying to please everyone because when you do that you please no one so follow those nudges even if you don't know where it's going to take you now back to more strategy I have a pretty um we'll call it strict but it's just consistent consistent committed social media plan content creation plan so what I've what I do and what I've been doing for years is 
I plan a few consistent content pieces per week and then the rest just becomes bonus. So anything else just becomes a bonus. So for example, let's start with social media. On social media, on my social media calendar, Mondays are where I share whether it's a journal prompt or it's a smaller nugget from a blog or something smaller from that I pull out from a coaching email. Basically something to help people start their week off with practices that will that they can take action on to help them stay mentally and emotionally and attitudinally strong. And I often will start on Monday like that and build on it throughout the week. So Monday is like, here's the start of a new week. Let's make it as good as we can. Let's do what we can. Because even though we're cyclical and just because it's Monday doesn't mean that everything is just going to, you know, just magically be perfect because we're in a new week. We just moved into a new day. We do have mentally conditioned ourselves to believe um, Mondays are a brand new start, right? The first of the month is a brand new start. So because we've been conditioned to believe that, and it really is like our subconscious mind is instantly veers towards that, like finally, yay, Monday, get to start again. Mondays are when I share this on social media in this way. Here's what we can do throughout the week. And I build on that on social media and with my other content on social media throughout the week. I use Canva to create my graphics. Um, I share them on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on no other platform because those are the ones I'm the most active. And so I stay there. And then I talk about it throughout the week on stories and check in. How's everybody doing? Here's this topic. So I love that. Mondays, because I'm already in that creative, in that teaching state on Mondays, Mondays are also when I create my weekly Monday coaching email. So Monday is all about that. Monday is all about service. And I treat that that creation of those posts because I don't pre-plan. I don't create my Monday coaching emails ahead of time. Be, and I don't schedule them ahead of time because I want it to come from what is actually happening in the world right now, what I believe the collective needs. Now, I haven't always done that, um, but it's something that I really started to do in 2020 so that when I'm showing up writing the coaching email, it's really relevant to what is happening in the world and things that I really believe the collective needs. This may not be the way you share there's nothing wrong with pre-planning any of your content. It's again, it's just what works for me. So because I'm already in that teaching phase, Mondays I treat as though and goes into my calendar as though I'm working with clients. So it's blocked off as though I'm working with a client and have client sessions. So I block off that two hours to actually do that. And if it doesn't take two hours, awesome. Tuesdays are the blog or the podcast. So on Tuesdays, I blog every second week. And then on Tuesdays, every second week for the podcast. So every, so I release them both on Tuesdays. So there's content every single Tuesday throughout the month, whether that's the blog or the podcast. And then on Instagram stories throughout the week, I'll talk about the blog or I'll talk about the podcast. And that gives me content to share all week long. And I love that because throughout the week, I have these mini posts from the longer form content that I'm creating from the blog or the podcast. For example, like the other the other week, I blogged about um, stress and hormones and how to hack your happy hormones. And it was a long form blog. And I took that long form blog and I created fun little graphics in Canva. Again, I love Canva. And I took small pieces and shared it to social media while linking it back to the blog for 
anyone who's like me who want longer form and who want more practices and want to share more. Also, you have to remember, not everyone is going to see the post in their feed the first time you share it. So having this plan and taking, you know, your blog and your content throughout the week in in multiple different ways and having conversations around it, one, you're showing up really passionate about the content you're creating and showing people that you want to have a conversation around it, but also you're ensuring that those who didn't see it on the Monday or the Tuesday are actually seeing it throughout the week as well. And then lastly, Friday is um, another coaching email that I create, and it's typically a roundup of the week, whether it's questions and conversations I had been having on social media, people have been DMing me, and, you know, um, some back and forth advice and some guidance and some practices. And then the Friday coaching email, I will share the blog with them and I share the podcast with them. And we do this weekly check-in every single Friday where it's check-in questions inner reflection questions to help and to help you to plan for not just your week ahead but to see what obstacles are in front of you to see what challenges are in front of you to see how you're doing working towards your goals and to really go deep into figuring out okay well what do I need emotionally today what do I need mentally today so that's Friday and every once in a while, like once a month, I'll share um, to stories the weekly check-in as well from the Friday coaching email. So that's it. Like I know it sounds like a lot, but it isn't because it's really just Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays, but it's all encompassing. It's all crossing each other. So again, you don't need to do this. You don't need to um have a social media plan or have a content creation calendar that is you know three days a week maybe for you it's once a month whatever it is the whole entire point of it is don't just share it once and then let it go use it in multiple ways and multiple formats because not only are people not going to see it for the first time everybody digests the information differently So the reason for crossing your content, and this is why I do it, is because a simple share on my stories can become an entire blog, especially after having a conversation with people back and forth in the DMs about it. It can even become a podcast. It can become an entire conversation. My blogs can become and do become little mini social media posts where I link back to the blog. A journal prompt can become a blog or a podcast. Like a client question can become a podcast or a blog or even just something that I post on social media, it can all be broken down and it can all be used and it can all be crossed because again, we all take in information in multiple ways. Like your content is your magic and there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with using it in multiple ways. It comes out differently and it's digested differently by people's unique personalities anyway. So does keep sharing keep keep you shared it it's your magic it's important keep putting it out there don't be embarrassed don't worry about putting it out there multiple times in multiple ways again following my formula is also incredibly helpful for me to do this here's my experience here's my lesson here are the actionable steps here's the practice and here's journal prompts to deepen the inner work I use this in so many different ways and it helps me so much also I want you to know that it's okay for you 
to not put every single thought and not to put every part of your life on social media if that doesn't feel good to you. I use my life experiences and I share them in my coaching emails. I share them here and I share them in all my all, on all my platforms when it feels safe for me to do so. And that is so important. When I feel, listen, I don't believe the world needs to know every single part of my life. And my husband's not on social media. He doesn't want to be on social media. So I don't share him on social media because he doesn't want to be on it. And then I also have friends and family as well. And I respect that. So those are those, there's parts of my life that are just private because we're allowed to be private. We don't have to share every little thing. And I only share what I'm sharing, whether it's on social media or it's a social media story or it's the blog or the podcast, whatever I'm sharing, because I feel like it will benefit someone else by doing so. I do not do it to get likes. And honestly, this was such a game changer for me because here's the thing. Your value and your worth is not defined by how many likes your content gets, your picture gets, your your blog gets. That's not where your, your worth lies, all right? And I really want you to know that because the energy behind what you're sharing goes from what can I get and how can I be validated to how can I serve? Because trust me, your creative juices are going to dry up really, really quickly if you're judging your posts and you're judging your value and your worth on how many likes you will get. Share when you feel it is safe to share and share because you really believe it will benefit someone else by doing so. And I promise you, it will support someone, it will serve someone, and it will reach the exact people it needs to reach. I promise you. And you will feel so much better because of it as well. And you will stop checking your phone to see how many likes it got. And you will just put your phone down and say, wow, I love what I created today. I'm so happy what I that I shared that today. Like, I'm so glad that I had that, that knowledge today that I can impart on someone else that Maybe I can work with, you know, the exact person that I need to work with, that I want to work with, the exact client that I want to work with now. So I promise you that is such a phenomenal way to look at your shares and look at your posts. So just a couple more things and then I think I'll just wrap up. For creating workshops, because I've been creating a lot of digital workshops throughout this global pandemic the past year, pre-pandemic, I was doing in-person workshops and I followed the exact same formula. What do I want to teach? What is my level of expertise? What can I share that comes from me that will serve the collective of the people who are that who are in the workshop or are taking the digi- the digital course? And it's that same formula: the experience, the lesson, the actionable step, the practice that they can follow. Lots of self reflection questions. You know, I don't teach people what to think. I share information that makes them think for themselves. So with regards to you, what is that thing that you want to share? What it, what are you actually teaching? And when they're done taking that workshop, when they're done following those steps, are they going to get what they want? Are they going to get what they need? Are they going to learn something? Are they going to really be able to take it and run with it and actually action it in their own lives? The actions that they take are up to them, but are there are there actions that they can actually take? And that is a, such a great way to begin to um, create these workshops if content that you want to create are digitized workshops. So for my emotional management workshop, 
that I created during the pandemic, which was um, a stress management workshop, but from the side of how it affects you emotionally and mentally, how what stress does to you emotionally and mentally and how to get back to that, you know, balanced state and strengthen your emotional and mental muscles. What I did first is I wrote out all the topics that I wanted to include and then I just started to fill in the blanks and I started to fill them in with experiences and lessons and actionable steps and practices and what I really felt that they could just take and run with. So you have to start somewhere so just begin writing and I promise you eventually it comes together. Be patient, keep building on it and it will get to the place where you want it to go. You may not have the finish line yet. You may not know in the first time you sit down what it's all going to look like, what it's all going to feel like, what it, what every single thing that's going to be in it. So just start somewhere and just start to put those puzzle pieces together and it starts to work. I promise you. So one more strategy piece that really helps me, it helps me get into the habit of making my content creation a part of the business and making it a consistent and committed part of my business. It goes into my calendar and I treat it as though it's just as important as working with my clients or selling a digitized workshop or, or you know, um, getting a contract for an in-person workshop. And this has really helped me to stay consistent and committed. I revise when I needed to revise. So for example, if there's something more that I wish I would have added to the blog, I'll update the blog and reshare it. But the most important thing is it goes into my calendar. I put it in my calendar. Content creation is a part of the business, not separate. It's connected and it's just as important as working with your clients and selling your products if content creation is a part of your business, which it is for me. So I'm going to leave that there. That's how I create my content. That is how I stay committed to the practices that I practice. That's how I show up consistently. It's not the perfect practice. It's not all strategy. There is some strategy in it. But again, I'm not a business coach. I'm not a business expert. I've just figured out a formula and a process that works for me. So hopefully there will be some nuggets in there for you that you can start to put into practice in your own business. But creating content is really just your own voice. So share what feels good to you. Share the things from your level of expertise. Share the things you want to teach. Share the things that you're like, the reason why you're sharing it is because you feel like there's a gap in that industry and there's conversations that are not being had. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Don't worry about what everyone else is saying. What do you want to say? And if you start to create content from that place, I promise you, you will not only attract your most ideal community that you want to work with, but that that community that you want to have conversations with, that community that you want to support and that will also support you. So I'm sending you so much love. I hope you enjoyed this little impromptu um, different podcast today. Again, I wanted to just talk about something light today and be a little airy-fairy because we've been dealing with a lot of heavy stuff and this is a part of my life. It's what I do every single day with the Contagiously Positive brand. It's how I serve. It's how I support. It's how I teach. So I just really thought maybe this will serve someone else as well and just be a really different and fun podcast. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you back here next time to unleash your inner contagiously positive. Bye.